Your WrestleMania fight show on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by MyBookie.ag. Las Vegas may be closed, but the MyBookie Casino is open 24-7. They're also home to the free $10,000 Blackjack Madness tournament. Use the promo code SGP to receive up to $1,000 in bonus bets. That's promo code SGP to play, win, and get paid at MyBookie.ag. We're also brought to you by DGen Madness. We're giving away $3,000 in our virtual NCAA tournament. The games will be streamed live with the SGP commentary and betting lines from mybookie.ag. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash contest to enter your bracket. First game tips off Thursday, 6 p.m. Pacific. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash contest. We're also brought to you by Burrows, makers of the internet's favorite sofa. Get $75 off your purchase and free one-week shipping at borrow.com slash SGP. That's B-U-R-R-O-W.com slash SGP for $75 off at Borrow. We're also brought to you by PropSwap. You don't have to go to Vegas to buy Vegas bets. PropSwap is available in many states where there is no sports betting. Use the promo code SGP and get 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's PropSwap.com, promo code SGP. And finally, we're also brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in paperhead providers and they make it super easy to start your own sports book. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. Man, they were hard reads to do because, unfortunately, I have this fucking coronavirus and this ain't some shit that you want to get. I literally feel like somebody is stepping on my chest and I'm struggling for breath. I'll probably survive and you probably think that you'll survive too because you might not be old or obese or have underlying health conditions, but trust me, this is some horrible shit and you don't want it. So make sure you guys are out there taking precautions, washing your hands and doing everything that you're told to do because you don't want this shit. Trust me. Enjoy the show.
it's the wrestling show, everyone, the week in review or preview, because WrestleMania's around the corner, if you want to call it that. I'm Cab Manning along with Mr. Billy Body. Yeah, we are simulcasting here on the Dirty Sheets and on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network doing the WrestleMania preview and the betting lines. And the reason we are doing this a week ahead is because I want to get the betting lines out there because if there are any leaks coming out from the pre-taping, then betting lines will be suspended. Or even if there aren't leaks because people aren't supposed to leak out the results, there may be money going on to the outcomes from people that are in attendance, which is crew, rise, etc. And that in itself will move the betting lines and then eventually, inevitably, suspend the betting lines. So just trying to get ahead of all of that because the tapings are due to start well actually they started we're doing this at eight o'clock uk time so i would imagine they are beginning to tape anytime in the next one or two hours because they're probably going to want to start early to get as much in as they possibly can billy do you realize mm. they're fucking taping wrestlemania this is a fucking travesty they're fucking taping WrestleMania and it's 2020. This is like when I was eight years old and I would go to the video store months after WrestleMania aired and I would rent the videotape because I had no idea who was going to win and I get to watch fucking wrestling. So I go to the store and get the fucking tape, watch WrestleMania 4, WrestleMania 3 because this was closed circuit. There was no pay-per-view. Oh, my God. And we're back to, and, and even worse, I, I could handle it if it was taped with a fucking audience. We would cry about that. Remember that? For Raw, we'd cry about a fucking taped show. Now it's taped and no one is there. And this is what Vince is calling fucking WrestleMania. He should be ashamed of himself. This is where you drag the old yeller out to the back of the shed and you put one in between his eyes and put him out of his own misery. And all of the wrestlers should get around him. Like you see like uh, pornos where the girl's sitting in the middle of eight black guys and there's just dicks all around him. It should be Vince on his knees with all the wrestlers' heads around him coughing. And they should all cough in his face and end this. It's for his own good. We loved him. He did a lot of things for us. It's time. It's time to be put down and time to be taken out of his own misery. And you just have to pry this out of his fucking hands. It's for his own good. This is horrific. It's a disgrace. I'm not even saying it's a disgrace socially. Like, oh, people shouldn't be close to each other. That's a horrible thing. How can you have this event with no one there? It's not just payback. It's not fully fucking loaded or in your house. They keep on going, and I love that they're bullshit fucking lines. And I don't blame Michael Cole. I don't blame fucking whoever the guy is on Raw who, you know, Todd Pettengill or whoever the hell he is. Are you referencing too big for one night? Yes. That they are given the orders to say this instead of going, rolling their eyes and going, yeah, it's too big for No, the reason you're having to do this is because of restrictions and guidelines and dog piss. Otherwise... We have seen where it is too big for one night, and they go, I don't care. You're getting it all in one fucking night. And we sit there for seven fucking hours when it's in Dallas, and you put a gun in your fucking mouth. Uh, this is... Uh, 
I mean, your morbid curiosity is I got to see how the fuck this is. But I almost want to fucking sob when this comes on because I'm going to be like, this is we kind of we wait for this, Billy. We wait for the fucking year. This is we rub our hands together as wrestling fans. We want to see this show. And we've been very cynical the last few years about wrestling, period. It's been just terrible storylines. But WrestleMania is still a special thing. And they do try to pull out all the stops. The wrestlers do go to another level in performing. And it is a better show. And with a crowd that enormous, it builds you up better than if there was nothing there. You could put the same match in a fucking, you know, garage. And it's not going to be as exciting because there's not as many people to go crazy and go nuts. And surprises every year. Who's going to show up? Who's You imagine if the Hardy Boys showed up like they did that last time, two years ago, three years, whatever, to this. You, you wouldn't you go, OK, are people cheering at their fucking houses? Because this is embarrassing. You can't no. have no reaction to anything. No one fucking cares. I don't think they would waste anything like that. And that, that in can't. itself is a shame. Because you, what you're about the Raw the after Mania? <laughs> That's the point, Leah. You're at the point now where you're like hoping that they don't waste anything on this at all because it's just not worth wasting anything on And that's your attitude now towards WrestleMania. It's like, don't fucking waste anything on this no. shit. Like, don't, don't waste anything that's that deserves a, a great big pop because it would be that. And in terms of when I'm looking at markets here, once somebody texts me through a market, it's like Cain Velasquez to appear or not appear. It's like, no. And it's a 50-50 bet. And it's like, why would he? Like, how... He, he, well, what, I'm, what, I'm okay with showing up. Yeah, but <laughs> it's like, it, there's no point dragging in anybody here no. that's not advertised, be it Hogan, Austin. Oh, my God. Kane Velasquez. There's absolutely no point at all. They, this is so fucking horrific of what they're doing to us. And I don't understand. I would love to speak to the man. Obviously, he's my hero growing up. There's... I have two McMahons as a hero and Howard Stern growing up. These are the three fucking biggest people ever for me growing up. And to see what the fuck is going on. I respect everything Vince did. We wouldn't have all this if it wasn't for Vince. Obviously, the man was ahead of his time, genius and everything like that. But things do fade away. I thought Prince used to be great, too. And so was Michael Jackson, right? They kind of fade away at the end. There wasn't as good a shit at the end. The same is going on here to where how fucked up do your, does your head have to be I don't even know if it would be considered ego to where you can't listen to people when it, it's very Trump ish where it's. Oh, and for, for people that, that are listening to this on the SGP instead of the dirty shoots, who'd be more familiar with my wrestling content. I'm friends with wrestlers. I've had in, inside information for five years. I'm regarded as the most accurate source for wrestling in the world. And, and if you don't I've believe them, just ask them. Yeah, and I've spoken to, and I've spoken to everybody about this, and not one God. person wants to do this show. And I've been told that that's not just the wrestlers. In terms of higher ups, um, along who, who work alongside him, have tried to convince him not to do it. And I think even Donald Trump is fucking helping out this guy in terms of, hey, I'm pretty much guaranteeing you that you're not going to have to close down for long. You can you can push your mania back to to May 
because I'm going to open this country up regardless of this coronavirus because I'm stubborn fuck too. Mm-hmm. And I don't, and I want the economy to go down and the economy is more important than American lives. I mean, that's basically what Trump is going to do uh, according to like, recent comments. So if you're looking at that as Vince, you're thinking, ah, oh, I was initially planning to do this because I've heard rumors that his, his direct quote to his staff was, we got to do get the show out of the way. We don't know how long we're going to be unoperational for. I can't do WrestleMania in November. That was the specific oh month. That God. He had. And if that was the case, then I would agree. But I still wouldn't do it like this. But I would agree. Like, okay, do it. If you think that there's some danger that it's going to be November, then do it. But the fact that Trump's come and said, I want to open a country up by Easter, means that they're looking at a... And even then, if, if Trump faces opposition, you know what Trump's like. The most they're going to turn around and say, he's going to go, all right, all right, all right, all right, quit nagging me. Have another two weeks of isolation. And then it'll be like June, and there's no way it's going to go past that. So especially now when there's a prick test uh, coming out to see if you've got it or not. So, so that... <laughs> well, America has the prick test down because we got a prick in office. <laughs> Right. So so with all of that, then Vince is looking at it and thinking, okay, I could go till June. I could get the stadium. I could get $22 million. I could not destroy the legacy of WrestleMania. I could not have to tape it and tape it in front of zero people. Everything about this is wrong. You're looking at counteracting leaks. You're looking at um, counteracting... Um, you're looking at losing a $22 million gate. You're looking at going against social distancing regulations. And if anybody gets sick, it's going to pour down on you. The criticism is going to pour down on you. They've already got two people in isolation, which, speaking to the wrestlers, some of the ones that didn't want this to happen, they were saying, hopefully somebody gets it because then we'll shut down. Well, they didn't. <laughs> people got it and they didn't shut down. So that was actually like the hope that people had. So there's no dissuading this. And it reaches a point where if you tell him no, I think he's the kind of person that's going to say yes in terms of that's what it comes down to. I think there's enough people told him that this was a bad idea. So he turned it into the uh, an idea that he wanted to make work single-handedly almost. And... Getting back to my other point where I said, if you had to do it and it came down to the November thing, Mm -hmm. then the perfect idea was to split into two nights, was to make it more manageable, give us two hours a night, a digestible show with a performance center match, gimmick match, performance center match, gimmick match, performance center match, close the show. Next night, performance center, gimmick, performance center, gimmick performance center main event you may have got away with it 16 matches across two nights including matches where people have not ever been involved with each other that's on the TV. best and, <laughs> and it's like and then you just know now that it's fucking garbage and we are going to be witnessing the gar- like this is going to be worse than wrestlemania 9 and for people as i said on the sgp that just coming in here for the tips WrestleMania 9 is a WrestleMania that's widely regarded as the worst. It was done with a stadium that they erected in, in Caesar's Palace in basically outside of the hotel. They they produced a stadium and bought in um, seats by themselves. Made bleachers and, and shit, yeah. And the matches were awful. And this is going to be far worse. <sighs> the only thing I will say, the only thing I will say, because I know you won't, um, well, well, because I don't just I don't just want to be like Mister Shit all over it. I think the promos have been better without a crowd. Uh, not in terms of how. Not in terms of not that I'd rather see promos like that. 
but the delivery has been better because I feel that the wrestlers have been kind of told you go out there and you 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 take as much time as you want because we don't give a fuck and you say whatever you want to say and they seem to like Seth Rollins did his best promo of his career on Monday like he came across as such a prick I enjoy the promos myself um and because I've always been one to enjoy the backstage promo where they would film Brock and he's like in the dark kind of and he's talking because then they could edit and make it better so Always those one-on-one personal type of promos. I, I like those. Not an interview, but a one-on, you know, camera. So this does. It does seem like it's a more intense thing, and like uh, Orton out there and stuff like that. But yeah, when it comes to a match, I I, I feel bad. It's like this is Edge's return in nine years. <laughs> Here, go go, go play to fucking nothing. The Drew thing. I am really hoping. I am hoping for his sake, actually. That he loses. I think it is a disservice to. He can go. This is when I won the title, and this is what the fuck. How he got to go back to watch this? Don't do it. Lose. Win at SummerSlam. Have some bullshit happen. Push this fucking thing. Continue the story, and do it at SummerSlam when this thing could be enormous. Don't fucking right, what about win this? now just to fucking win. What about this idea for a match? You know what? We'll go through match by match, and then we talk okay. about how they can possibly make it good and then we'll intrigate intrigate betting lines in at the same okay, time so i got ideas about this uh taker one too or or comments about the taker one so go ahead okay cool cool we'll start at what we perceive to be the top um now for those of you that weren't on my um betting page already you've already missed all of the bets that went out on what the main event will be um, you've missed out uh, bets on what matches will happen because there was a section called requester bets and I gave, correctly gave out that Baszler would meet Lynch, McIntyre would meet Lesnar, Edge would meet Orton. Um, I was wrong about uh, Wyatt and um, Roman Reigns, but I did event when I saw where things when I caught the new information. I did give out Wyatt versus Cena and Ripley versus Charlotte Flair. So you've missed all of that money that's guaranteed to be coming into people. Um, in the next few days well actually they we know it's going to happen but they're not going to get paid out till april the 6th but what i perceived to be the main event and what i backed to be the main event uh, i think the odds were seven to four is uh drew mcintyre and brock lesnar where drew is the one to three favorite to win this match and it's nine to four on lesnar um drew is two to five to leave as champion and lesnar is seven to four so he's slightly um, smaller odds to leave as champion but that's normally natural uh, for that to happen because um, for him to win the title he needs to do he needs to have a convincing victory or a pinfall or a submission but this this leaves the door open for DQs etc now um, this was a no brainer when it was in a stadium because this was going to be the, the rocket ship attached and we go forward from there do you still class it as that if he wins it in a empty building? It's not really a coronation, is it? It's not a cor- I think Vince would still consider it as it, but I don't think anyone else will. You'll kind of just be like, okay, he's the champ now. There's not excitement about it. Um, and I'm I'm worried that they will have him win it because I think Vince is so dopey with all this stuff even happening that he'll be like, 
oh, we need some, you know, good things in the world right now, and this will bring people's spirits up. Let's have a world title change. Like, this is going to fucking cheer us all up from sitting at home dying. So, I, that's why I, I worry that they will not just push it back. They'll just have him win it. Where, all right, uh, so... In relation to ideas as to how to do the match, um, I'm trying to find my notes here. Do you, do you have any, or do you mm-hmm. have any way to make this? I All right, okay. All right, so I, I, I had some notes, and um, I'm trying to find them here. They're quite. See, the only thing, like, when you look at these things, like, you know, they do do a lot of surprises now at Mania. That's, like, become the new thing where you're sure someone's going to win and they don't. That's been going on for since the taker brock thing because you always think brock's gonna lose and brock fucking wins so here's the one where even when it was stadium you're like this is a guarantee and then you go maybe they fuck us oh even to the point like where people were just so against roman winning because he missed his coronation three years before when they had rollins come in and they thought now this time around they're 100 gonna do it and they were actually rejecting the match because they thought they were so smart and knew the finishes Mm-hmm. All right, so here's my ideas for this one. And um, we won't all give our ideas out about each individual match. I'll let you take the, the ball with the AJ one. Okay. All right. It's I'd more of a here. comment, not an idea, but go ahead. If you're going to take out the crowd sounds, give us some sounds that we love to hear instead. So I put bullet point number one. Heyman on the whole match. Trash talking when you're... Se- Shit, I put your because this text has gone out to Drew McIntyre. Um, so I'll change it. Trash talk, trash talk when Drew's getting beaten up, as in you're, as in like um, pumping up Lesnar and panicking badly when Drew is on top. So Heyman essentially replaces the crowd with his noise. Ooh. So he's on the entire time, like no, 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 yes, 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 that kind of thing. Painful selling, number two, is painful selling with up-close camera angles. You can make arm bars mean something with close facial camera work and lots of groaning and more trash talk. Number three, pre-arranged spots for camera to pick up non-pulled punches. Mm. Deliver chops with camera one foot away. Make fans at home feel the pain. Put fans in the ring and put them in the fight. Number four, blood. With three or four mm. pre-planned spots for officials to, to for, for three or four pre-planned spots for officials to come down and clean you up. I'm just going to say you now. I can't be bothered to, sure. to pretend I didn't send him this text. Um, but both guys punch the officials out as both of you are too tough to get your blood cleaned up. I guess I've got number five here as well. Make it a fight. No, this isn't actually a bullet point. It's just a, it's just a sentence at the end of the four points. But it says, make it the fight of the year and make us feel we are watching you two on the street buying outside of a bar. Um, so then I put, because I'm trying to pep him up here because obviously he doesn't want this. Um, you have the chance to do something different. You have the chance to make the world feel pain in a match with physicality and sounds. Yeah, you're probably going to hurt for weeks if you do the match this way but you waited your whole life to be in this match. So turn the tables on this whole shit thing. That's why That's why I text him. What's his thought? All right, I shouldn't really say this, but that's not far off what I was thinking. Great thinking was basically going to turn, let's fight, just watch the headshots and can use camera angles to our advantage. Okay, that's all we need to hear. That, just just mm. the gist. Um, 
be interesting to see if they do it. I really enjoyed that idea. I think that's good. Um, I do like the theory or the thought of hearing things that go on in the ring because I was intrigued when the NBA was going to have uh, uh, nobody in the arena. Right. And I wanted to hear how they would play and hear them calling spot, calling spots like it's wrestling, calling plays out and, and you know, how everything works. It's it's that kind of thing intrigues me. I like to hear the how things work part of things um, when it's quiet like that. And I think it'd be very interesting uh, to see. Um, so I think that's the kind of the same thing we got to get for here and which is scary for them because there ain't no calling out spots. They got to do the shit talk. It's got to be like, you know, like they pretend it is when they go, oh, look at them talking trash when they're actually calling spots. So they got to really actually talk shit and do it. If if this has any chance of working, they got to get gritty and they got to do shit that Vince has said is outlawed, which is very funny because it'll be all of a sudden Vince is uh, allowing things to happen. Like, okay, now we can do blood because we're fucking desperate. All of a sudden, that's okay. And, um, and like, have have them cursing. You don't have to say fuck, but you could say, come on, you little piece of shit, you know, when you got a guy down. Right. And, and that'd be like, ooh, you know, because it'd be like, see, this is the kind of stuff that you, I apologize to the audience. This is the kind of stuff that goes on, but you don't hear it when there's a crowd. So, unfortunately, I mean, why, we're going to hear it now. You know, one of those. Why, why are you not doing it? That's what I mean. Like, you, you're, you're not adhering to any of the guidelines set out by the government or... Mm by the World Health Organization. Why at this point do you care anyway? Why don't you just deliver something for the fans? You short, you're not social distancing. You're doing six-person matches here. Everything about this goes against what you were told to do because you're greedy and you thought that you could have the entire audience to yourselves. So at this point, just go out and do the most ridiculous show you can possibly do. It's not going to be good because of the amount of matches that you packed in. But the only thing that I can think of, right, mm. in terms of that being a benefit, which is weird, is WrestleMania 13. Because, and you went to that. Because mm. by the time you intersperse one amazing thing with a shit ton of garbage, the amazing, <laughs> thi the amazing thing starts to look even better than it was. Because if you watch Austin and Brett as a standalone match, yeah. it is not the greatest match of all time. It is up there, but it's not what, Austin and Brett think their match is, right? Because I watched them talking about it on a, on that podcast recently or that, that that show that Austin has. And I always thought it was great. And as a kid, I thought it was great. But it's great. It's even better in the context of boring, boring, boring. Oh, my God. What about what a match? Back to boring, boring. It's the appreciation of it grows in terms of it saved an entire show. It's the same way if you watch um, CM Punk and The Undertaker at WrestleMania 29. That show was filled with garbage all the way around it, including the main event, and that match stands out. WrestleMania 25, Shawn Michaels and The Undertaker. The following year, Undertaker and Shawn Michaels had a match which was pretty much exactly the same. However, there were other matches on WrestleMania 26 that were, that were better than everything on 25. That's normally how things work. You're grateful that you, that you watched the show for a reason. Now, Drew and Brock had the opportunity to do that. And I would assume that Edge and Orton have the opportunity to do that on Saturday as well um, in terms of standing out amongst a load of shit. So Edge so and Orton are a Saturday. I, I know. I don't know that for a fact. Oh, okay. I'm just I'm just guessing here. 
I'm just guessing like that they would be on Saturday. I would think that you close gold close with Goldberg and Reigns on on Saturday anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you have but to that, have title match at the end of both. You would hope. But look at Goldberg as well. Like I mean, he must be getting paid a decent chunk of money to come oh, yeah. back and do this and having that title run and everything. And it's like it comes down to to this. You almost want at this point like. You don't even want to waste these matches that you no. that you did, like Ed, Edge, Orton, and um, I would have looked forward to Reigns and Goldberg. That's an interesting match. I mean, that's shit that you wouldn't see. And it's kind of the expense of Wyatt, which is the backlash. But the backlash is the expense of Wyatt. But as a standalone match, it's interesting. Yeah, yeah. And now it's like, all right, I, God, it's so fucking weird. And I don't know why it is, but to me, watching SmackDown is so much better than watching Raw on these last few. And it's the same shit about no audience. I don't know why SmackDown knows what to do and Raw doesn't when it's the same goddamn company. And it's but like previously Raw, before, but, but in the weeks leading up to that, SmackDown was garbage and Raw was good. I don't know about the, that. I would I never know, say Raw. So what is, it, what is it you hate about Raw? Because this week's Raw was better than SmackDown. I, this week's like the raw just went by. The quarantine raws, you mean more so than regular raw? Uh, regular raw was better than than regular SmackDown because regular SmackDown with that Baron Corbin Roman Reigns feud being the main thing on top was fucking terrible. And I was wondering for a long time with the with the terrible women's division that they've got, and then Roman Reigns and Corbin on top, um, with the Fiend barely being on it and then losing the belt. I was wondering like why the fuck's Fox paid for this or if they're regretting it already but since um i really think it comes down to one being three hours in all honesty i think you take away the third hour and you be able to put more shit that you give a fuck about like the storylines in smackdown like every match is something there's a story to it fucking raw is like really just all right go have a match I just think there's but, more but going I, on. But I, but I'm not on the same page as you in terms of. I feel that like there has been things like the stories on Raw have been better. Like Raw is harder to watch because it is more filled with shit. Mm-hmm. But when you take away, but but on SmackDown, there's absolutely nothing to to watch in my opinion. But on Raw, at least there is, um, at least there is the Edge Orton feud, and at least there is the. Um, the Drew the Drew Brock stuff. At least they're doing two stories, but you gotta suffer. You do have to suffer to to get to until they get to the good parts. I and do agree with that. That's probably the problem because by the time I get there, I don't care. It's not like right. I'm like, oh finally, I've waited through this shit. Now I get something. I'm I'm like pissy by that time. And I'm like half watching and I don't give a fuck. I'm like whatever. That's why it's like when they start off with one of these interviews, I'm like great. Because now I'm like attentive And then it's like you know You're so trained to soon as that is done Okay well we're going to get garbage For the next fucking two and a half hours Because that's what it always is You go okay well now I got to wait until the end of the show It's bookended With and with a shit sandwich So you got to have garbage in the fucking middle And I'm like I'm telling you If it was fucking two hours That third hour they don't fucking listen well, Obviously Vince don't give a fuck And he's looking for that money so it's we're doing three hours. I don't care, and it's like you just dilute your fucking product. It's just not enough. It's too much. We have to deal with not enough time in the middle. We need space. Well, before I before I move on to the, um, we will go on to Goldberg Reigns and start pushing out some of these uh, these lines. Um, but before I do that, 
take a second here to talk about one of the sponsors here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Um, it's mybookie.ag. Vegas is closed for the first time ever. The Vegas casinos are closed. But you know what? Casino is open 24-7 and accessible from the comfort of your home. It's mybookie.ag casino. They're running a free $10,000 Blackjack Madness tournament and you can bet on DGen Madness games at mybookie.ag as well. They've got the fastest patterns and best promotions and very helpful 24-7 customer service team. And if you join right now, mybookie will match your deposit halfway up to $1,000. That means if you deposit $2,000, you'll get $1,000 in free money and all you have to do is use the promo code SGP to activate the offer. Once again, it's promo code SGP to get your extra cash from mybookie. Bet, win and get paid. Over at the SGP, DGen Madness are giving away $3,000 for their virtual NCAA tournament. The games are simulated on NBA 2K and stream live with SGP commentary. Game lines and live lines from my bookie. This is what people are now doing, Gav, to, to replace real sports. Hey, uh, there's 30 I don't teams say no. The, Go ahead. There's 30 teams in a tournament. The tourney tips off at on Thursday, 6 p.m. Pacific. So get those brackets in now. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash contest. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash contest. SGP also brought to you by Borrow, makers of the internet's favorite sofa. Get $75 off your purchase and free one-week shipping at borrow.com slash SGP. That's borrow.com slash SGP for $75 off. Borrow. They will support you by PropSwap. You don't have to go to Vegas to buy Vegas bets. PropSwap is available in many states where there is no sports betting. Use the promo code SGP and get 100% deposit up to $100. That's PropSwap.com, promo code SGP. And finally, they also support you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in paperhead providers, make it super easy to start your own sports book. Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP to get ahead of the game but before um, in time for when gambling comes back. And with PropSwap, I imagine you can probably be buying bets now of people who, who have devalued them because they're too impatient to wait for gambling to come back. So still an opportunity there to get on board with the sponsors of the SGP. Now, Roman Reigns versus Bill Goldberg. Roman Reigns is the one to 10 favorite and it's 19 to 4 on Goldberg. That means you've got to bet $100 on Roman to get 10. I, I, wouldn't, I, I wouldn't touch it. I, normally, yeah, it's like you just put that in to like make parlays, but I wouldn't be touching this now with, um, with the fact that they can do anything because I look at every match here, apart from stuff like Lashley and Alistair Black, and think, mate, how many of these are they going to save for a stadium? Because they cannot. One thing I know they're not going to do at the show, and hopefully I'm not wrong, is close the door on every fruit. Maybe maybe AJ and Undertaker needs to be shut down because Undertaker's unlikely to want to come back and, and do another match. But Brock Drew, um, Goldberg Reigns, Wyatt Cena, uh, Ripley, Charlotte, potentially, potentially this stuff may be beneficial to go on. You know, I, I agree with like... <laughs> What I'm worried about where it comes to like picking who's going to win and everything like that is with this situation, we're going to get some weird shit going on. We're not going to get the fucking norm that they would do. So it's very it's very hard to pick uh, what you think's going to go on because some of these things are going to be wonky. And I don't know which ones they're going to decide. Ah, fuck it. You know, because like like you say, the Goldberg one. He's under contract for a limited time. Like, it's like, hey, we have a deal. You come in, bang, bang, and you're done. And so you're like, all right, well, do you now have to tell him, well, 
Fuck it. We'll keep it till SummerSlam. That's a lot of fucking time to be holding that belt until SummerSlam now. Uh, I don't think SummerSlam, but but yeah, I, I see your point. But I mean, I, I couldn't think- waste it on anything else than SummerSlam. I mean, this is like this is a big fucking match. I'm like, what do you? What are they gonna do? I, I think they just have to have this one be the actual but one this, that's done. But this to me is the lowest of the low. This WrestleMania is lower than Monday Night Raw in Kentucky with a crowd. <laughs> like, do you, do you understand what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. like a hundred people there means more to me than this. Oh yeah, <laughs> I would like a hundred people there. I'd be thrilled. Yeah, I mean that. I, that's why I think. Like, I don't know how you get out of this. I mean, my my pick is Roman, but I, I there's some things that you can get out of. You, Becky, Becky can get disqualified. Brock can get disqualified. Um, I think you. Th- there's matches here where you need to to go home. Undertaker needs to win. Edge needs to win. Uh, I think after what we heard on Monday, Owens needs to win. I think they that would be where I invest and I'm uncomfortable everywhere else on the card. We'll go on to um, uh, John Cena and Bray Wyatt next, which is apparently this is going to escape this performance center and is is going to be a warehouse type of match under special effects. Now, the warehouse has been hired. I don't think it's going to be called a warehouse match. It's probably going to be called the Firefly Funhouse, which is funny because someone in our group chat randomly predicted that match because before Bray Wyatt's match was um, was not called Firefly Finals because it was somewhere else it was the the match he had with fuck who was it was it Orton yeah it was, it was or- really- the House of Horrors House of Horrors yeah and um, so now obviously it'll be the Firefly Funhouse, but it'll be something similar to that I, I guess and um, I guess you can give them a pass on that because at least it breaks up the show but I'm sure it's not what John Cena came back to do no, I mean, and you know what? They're going to make it like a movie, and he's going to be like Hogan going, it's not hot, touching the water and stuff like that, because I could see some real bad acting is going to happen. Right. But, I mean, in terms of this, the one thing that makes me want to stay away from it, Bray Wyatt's the two to five favorite, seen as seven to four. Um, the one thing that makes me uncomfortable with it is that my source told me that Summer Slams will be headlined will be headlined by two title matches uh, John Cena match and Gronk's in-ring debut mm-hmm. in, in was this in Boston and they are now hoping to move this to Gillette Stadium to compensate for what the fuck's happened here with no money coming in from the crowd etc and they want to they want to make SummerSlam the new WrestleMania so Gronk who's the host of this we've not mentioned yet will be back Cena will be back that was the plan anyway Cena being involved the thing is is that Cena's involvement mm-hmm. could have coincided where I say two championship matches a Cena match and a Gronk match Cena could have been or could still be the number one contender for the title at that point and he could face Roman Reigns properly because wow do you know what for years I'm just thinking about this as well just two thoughts at once for years we said that Roman and Cena was wasted. Remember, it was at No Mercy, like the fourth yeah. match or something, right? After, and that was like a match people had talked about for years. That seems like the that seems like a um, a huge occasion compared to this, where you're getting Goldberg and Reigns in this fucking arena. And fucking Roman Reigns was getting lucky with this shit because when he gets to WrestleMania, he seems to be facing Brock all the time, and then he has that match with 
Undertaker, which wasn't that great. And then he has a match with Triple H, which wasn't great. And then um, all these matches with these other guys, you got Goldberg under closed doors. You got Cena on a nothing pay-per-view. The Roman Reigns legacy of like big matches is not great. You know, and how about that? Uh, if it's uh, Cena and it is in Boston, how about he beats the record there? Well, that's the thing. I'm not sure if you're gonna if you're gonna beat Roman that quickly after he wins his belt, because I mean, I, I mean, think Roman... they would give it back to him pretty quick after that because I, Cena's not sticking around. But you would think well, that eventually the they want him to go away. Month. The rematch a month later at No Mercy. <laughs> There you go. Just hand it right back. Christina's not going to stick around. He's got shit to do. Yeah. So it's right. like, just break break the record and fucking be done. So, hell, maybe somebody cashes in money in the bank and he's done. How about that? Right. Right then. He yeah. wins the title for fucking 17 and gets rolled up by whoever the hell won that fucking. It could be the fucking fiend. Whatever. Win the fucking title off of him. Done. And then go away. You won the championship. You broke the records. Yeah, I almost feel the better way of doing that would be to have the fiend beat Roman before that. Like, have just get it back to the fiend. Just do this Goldberg match with Roman and then get it back to the fiend somehow. Can you believe and they had the, the fiend, fiend job out to fucking Goldberg that quickly? I still can't believe it. I still can't believe it. And then oh, it fuck. almost feel, in some ways, even though I really wanted to to go to the show and I had tickets for this with my son, they got what they deserved with that because. I mean, a lot of people were really pissed off that night and were claiming that they were going to cancel the network and not watch any, uh, not watch WrestleMania, and that their interest was was dead now. And um, and then you get this, and then you get this kind of um, karma that they have. Yeah. With that, but I, I mean, I wasn't as bothered about it, other than the fact that I was more bothered about the him looking at him after he lost and then running away. And then being on SmackDown immediately the next night and then just going straight to Cena. It's like, yeah. at least give him the protection of a week and not putting him in the same building as Goldberg. Like, because that's just embarrassing. It's like, it's like, and then he has to. He's like, yeah, he you to, got me. I'm not even going to try to try to get this yeah, back. And then he better. has to like justify it all on Twitter to make up for their bad writing when he's on there going, uh, Goldberg wasn't part of my journey. Uh, my my journey is oh is, is Cena, and it's like it's like okay. I didn't even see that shit. <laughs> I I really feel sorry for you now because it's not even your job to make up for their like yeah. piss poor like, writing, but he still has to do that because he is more intelligent and creative than everybody yeah. that actually works as a writer because he created this character by himself. All they've done is destroyed it every time. And Vince tried to ruin it again. Yeah, with the red light as you spoke to him, and it was like that red light sucks. He's like. Yeah, there's only one person who fucking likes it. It's like, Jesus fucking Christ. He just doesn't fucking listen to anyone. No. And he was lucky to recover from Hell in the Cell. And now he has to recover from, oh, God. from this loss. He's going to run out of chances. And the thing is, this was this character was loved before when we had the Heel Billy Colt version. And this was the most... It's not the first time he's been the most loved thing in wrestling. Mm-hmm. And, the most, and the freshest act... And then they buried it. Yeah. So I don't know what they're trying to say here, whether it be if it's a reset and it's like, okay, I need to go back to the beginning and beat John Cena and get back on track. Mm -hmm. And he gets that win. 
and he doesn't win the title back immediately, if he becomes a challenger to Reigns after this and starts losing all the matches to him, then he's dead. So what's the point? I don't understand the desperation to do this either when you're out selling Roman Reigns in merchandise and, and in everything. So, so why is it just like, oh, I, I like my champions to be pretty? <laughs> I think so. He, he, I think he's stuck with that old school shit about you want a guy smiling and is your face of your company. Remember, they made Diesel smile. And that I mean, he definitely has it. That's I was going to think of Diesel because that seems to be like his type. Like if he was a fag, he would probably go. He likes with a Diesel. big guy. Yeah, big and yeah, pretty. A big, a big guy with like long flowing hair and a beard, Muscles. like his son-in-law. Yeah. So I mean, if you look at the, if Drew and Roman emerge from this show as as, as champions and you put them next to each other as a casual fan, Finn's going to have a three-way. <laughs> what's the diff- What's the difference, really? Yeah. Like. Do you know what I mean? It's, mm-hmm. it, that seems to be... He certainly has a look that he that he likes. Um, let's do Edge and Orton next. Edge is the one to one to three favorite, and Orton's the nine to four underdog. Uh, here, I'm, I'm, I'm more comfortable uh, betting because yeah. I don't think there's any way that Randy Orton can win this match. Yeah, I agree with you. This is... After all that shit, you can't even have it to where Orton slips a win because it's but just constantly it- fucking him. But can it still be good? Was just a last man standing match in the in the arena. I think it might. This one could be okay. Oh, see, yeah, that that saves face too for Orton because it's a last man standing. You didn't get so you can push this. But, back but what to do you? But time. what do you? But what do you want? You want the standard last man standing match, or do you want them? I have. I think what I want is the backlot brawl from WrestleMania 12. Mm-hmm. I think I want them to go out into the cars. And I want them to try at the car park and try and run each other over and use shit that's around the performance center as opposed to actually having this in the building. I I think if you're going to do it and then move out, of the, then get out of the building and try and knock each other out in the street. Well, I don't mind the quote-unquote building because I, I think the parking lot is qualifies as part of it. Um, I say all over the arena to get outside, all that kind of stuff. I would like that. Um, right. To where, you know, you start in a ring, but uh, and you probably end up back in the ring. Um, however, you don't really need to end up back in the ring. There's no one you got to do a show for. So it could end up in a fucking parking lot and be done. And that's it. So, yeah, I think everywhere um, for that one, for sure. All right, but you're picking Edge as well. Yeah, yeah. I, it's just too much. All right. Um, where do we go from here? Well, I'm trying to put this out as in uh, order of importance. I guess I would go to Becky and Baszler, just slightly ahead of Undertaker and, and Styles. So we'll look at your idea in a minute. But Becky okay. Baszler, Becky Baszler, Baszler's the favorite here at four to six. Becky's the underdog at 11 to 10. Um, mm-hmm. I think you could get out of this and, and keep this feud going. I don't think you need a finish here. This is one of the ones where I don't think you need a finish. And I think the chair shot on Raw could be a prelude to escaping this because if Becky wins there's nobody for her to face she's gone for everybody but if Shayna wins there's nobody for her to face like Raw like the women's division are terrible I don't know why they split it why don't they just have the women in one place because the tag division is just as bad just have them in one place too I agree I've had that idea for years the um I mean, I like how they've gotten there, too, and, like, Shayna having an interview in the ring and Becky blasting her. I, I think this story's been good. Um, and I would think Shayna has to win this as well because it's the... You know, I mean, like you said, there's been too many... She's beaten everybody. 
So eventually, I mean, she's had this title for a fucking year, too. So yeah, it's time, and she'll lose. You think she'll lose here at this show? Yes, I do. I think uh, she loses the title at this point. Mm, I just think it's a very weird place. It's to... a regular match, though. There's no restrictions. Yeah, they, yeah, which and is it could why be a disqualification I, then. Yeah, well, I think that's why I think they could get out of this. Um, there's no getting out of Undertaker Styles. Uh, Undertaker's one to four, and Styles is five to two. I think with the things that he said, mm-hmm. it makes it unwinnable. But the things that he said also saved it because this looked like the worst build in history when he already beat him in in five seconds in Saudi. Yeah, you know what? It's a great build up. Other than that, the Saudi deal. But this is what I'm like disappointed about this with the no fans because this is one of the best stories that they've had going into any WrestleMania. Like each time Taker has a Mania match. They always have something for him. There's always a story of some kind going into it. Uh, and this is a really good one. And he's been around. We've never had this. It. Yeah, we, we've never had this story ever. I, no, we, and it's I, a I waste, never, I feel now. Uh, he's, and the thing is, he's been floating around doing the Instagram thing ever since Roman beat him. So it could have done this before. But, like, for somebody to actually do it, it's. I think it's, like, crazy. And I think they're doing shit on purpose, obviously. I actually remember we were, like... What the hell? McCool's fucking killing him with this, right? And then they used that, and we were, and so I started thinking. I bet you they told McCool to say certain shit because it makes him look like a fucking dope. Because I don't think Taker would. I remember go I posted that. that I posted that Tiger video. Remember yeah. I put that Tiger video in the group, and I was like, "What the fuck is this guy doing?" Mm-hmm. But now it seems like they were deliberately doing it. So I do too. Could I feel it was very yeah. deliberate now. Where yeah. we were all like, what the fuck's wrong with him? Now we're like, uh, I think. But that is so smart, but then so sad that it's so wasted, too. It is. It's a fucking waste. And I think he's so protective of his character, and he always has been. Like, he barely got on Twitter now. No one, he never before. He always hid. He was very protective. And so now to have this out there, I think he's too smart to uh, had this be what fucking is- real. What if they just sack this match off and it's like take her out there in some graveyard and the club just come in and they all just fucking beat him up with a fucking shovel and put him in the ground and then he like and then it's all like he's gonna come back. I you don't know, just I, afterwards. Just a very just a very quick they just kill him. It like, would have to be after he wins because of the whole it's not a streak, but it's an important you need a win. You need a winner. Not even a win, you need a winner. Um so I think he needs to get that notch, and then he could be buried and come back. But so what? But what if the match is just that? It, it sounds like a buried alive match in a, in a graveyard. I don't know what the terms are of it. But what if it is a match that well, that's AJ easy. can? Because that's that's he buries him alive, wins, and soon as he's halfway covered, because you know they ring the bell after. Okay, there's a covering. Mm. He wins. They show up and and clock him. And throw them in another grave. Because there could be two graves. One will say AJ's headstone and one will say Taker headstone. And they throw his ass in that one and bury him. And they go in and start digging AJ out and pull him out. So he's all fucked up and dusty. And they bury Taker and leave. And then you can get that hand breaking out of the fucking ground. Or it doesn't. So then you really... Then you don't have a timeline of, oh, okay, he's okay, he's coming back. It's... 
We don't know. He just he was buried, and that's the last we saw. So you think he has to win before that happens? Though? I do. I think he has to get the berry and then officially win, and then right then they could beat the piss out of him and get him out of there. All right. From here, we go on to Ripley and Charlotte. And I think even here, I would have thought there would only have been one winner in this match because I cannot see Charlotte on NXT. But Ripley is the two to five favorite, and Charlotte's a seven to four. Um, again, mm-hmm. I just feel Another like waste. you can. You can. Yeah, I just feel. Yeah, I think it's a lot of people. As, as much as there are old guys on this show, mm-hmm. not a lot of them were going to win. The idea was to annoy Drew, annoy Ripley annoy Roman even though he's had it loads of times uh, announce Edge's comeback a lot of guys here were going to get good victories where if I was to think of something that that um, that may not make sense okay this might not make sense to SGP people but the wrestling fans will know exactly what I mean all the winners the key winners of this show mm-hmm. would be very um, popular plaques to buy for example, like you know the plaques you that they sell. You imagine this plaque with nobody in the background. <laughs> exactly, but I know you know they're gonna make them anyway. So the, you can't sell the rip- fucking mat; it'll have Corona on it. Right. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think this would have been a very like fan pleasing show in terms of like you're making new stars and then you're also like uh, bringing back people. Um, so so Wyatt would have got his win, I assume. Edge would have got his win. Drew would have got his win. Rhea Ripley would have been would have been crowned. Uh, Undertaker gets his win over AJ, I think. And I don't know with Becky and Basil, I think would be the exception to the rule. But everywhere else, you're you're doing fan friendly, happy results, but not fan friendly in a way where a house show where the babyface always wins. And um, and we're talking about Roman Reigns, Cena wins, etc. You're talking about people that the internet have been behind and they're getting to win here and it's a a combination of this show was a very good combination of at the, when it was good it's a very good combination of internet meets casual and it looked like everybody was going to be happy here Owens was going to beat Rollins and Wyatt was going to beat Cena and Goldberg and Reigns. I don't think anyone cared either way. And Edge was going to come back and he's always been loved by casuals and internet. And and Drew Ripley beating Charlotte would have been internet and fans and Drew mm-hmm. that everybody's got behind. It. Do you know what I mean? It just had a balance where it finally we had a show that was for that was going to please everybody. It didn't stink of WWE. Uh, marketing and shoving down throats and things. I mean, it fucking stinks of that now. But, yeah. but do you know it, it? It was a it was a really like well balanced card and a well balanced show, and it looked like we were getting uh, intelligent results. But just generally now, the taste is bad because nobody even wants this, and I mean nobody from wrestlers to fans to we have a group chat. And nobody is nobody is supporting this. And I even tried in terms of looking at the two day thing, and I was more positive about that and thinking, all right, so I get to watch two hours one night, two hours another, various locations, loads of gimmick matches. I can stomach it. I don't. Mm-hmm. It's not ideal because I wanted to go, but I can stomach two in your houses with with yeah. gimmick matches. I think you, you know were, with you the s- gimmick stuff, it does there. help. It helps a great deal where they're doing gimmick shit. And not just because 
that inside the empty arena just screams silence way too fucking much. So having gimmick matches are helping. Are they doing two hours, three hours each day? Oh, no, that was my idea. They're doing oh, okay. four hours. They're doing four a night now. They're doing four each. Oh, my God. Oh. It's going to be eight hours. Mm. I prefer if it was three. I could deal with three. <laughs> At this point, yeah, but what when it when it was when I when it was never the thing is when I keep saying when it was two and five that was just my assumption. I just think I just thought the intelligent thing to do was to create two five match cards and do it like that yeah. instead. I mean, it's common sense, really. It is, but you, look who's the boss over there. You don't give a fuck. That common sense doesn't work for them. You know, it's funny. Remember, I mean, it's hard to even think back because the world has changed in a fucking heartbeat that we were like they weren't canceling the mania thing yet and we're like barrel through Vince and we were all for it we're like fuck this push I don't give a fuck audience everything they're gonna fucking push this thing through and I'm fine with it I don't give a fuck now you're like how could that have ever possibly fucking happened <laughs> everyone no. would be fucking dead and uh yeah we were like all for it cause me and you were heathens and we're like I don't give a fuck Show must go on. Do it. Not but this that's way. The thing. I want it the but other I, way. But once the UK got so get this right. So I don't know what's right and what's wrong here. But I thought that the UK citizens couldn't travel to the US. Mm -hmm. So get what happened to me. I don't know if you saw in the group that I ended up getting and had to fight for a refund from United Airlines. And I had to fight for this and beg for this and be like this was my son's present. And then eventually a manager was like, <laughs> the manager was like, okay, have a credit note. Do you know what they were going to do before that? Mm. They were going to make me come. They said to me, that we, yep. They said to me, they sent me, um, they changed my itinerary. And, and after any, despite the fact that the, the third party I booked through canceled the hotel, then they, and they refunded me. Mm. So I got full refund on a hotel. United Airlines said, we can fulfill this flight. And you will be allowed into the wow. U.S. because we're not flying you. You're not coming in from the U.K. So what these motherfuckers did, and, I'll, and I can even fucking show you. In fact, I'll bring it up now, and you can look at how fucking ridiculous this actually is. They found a way to send me to five stops, which would take me out of the U.K. and oh, coming wow. in, coming in through a country. That was allowed. That were allowed. That were allowed into the U.S. That's insane. And, and my fight. And the uh, my final leg was uh, I A C Washington to Orlando Airport. Wow. So, so I could have got there, which is fucking insane because I never thought I could get there. They're another money grubby. They're like, I don't care. We'll get you in that country. You might, you know, everyone might die, but you're fucking mm -hmm. going. <laughs> It's like, exactly. So, like, terrorists could come in the country because they're, like, they're finding a way to do it. I don't care if your country's banned. We'll get you around it. Yeah. So I'm going to uh, I'm gonna send you this now. Um, just just carry on. The, la the, the last two matches I want to do are um, the women's match on SmackDown and Owens and, mm -hmm. and Rollins. Where Owens, Owens has moved to the four to six favorite. This was a pick em at first. And now Owens has moved to four to six favorite. I think that's just logic from how... Um, insulted he was by by Rollins, who did a really good promo on um, on Monday. Oh, I was guessing that Rollins would win this. You know, right? I, I don't know why, but it's one of those like, even though I, I know, thought Rollins initially, 
Well, I thought originally, I thought Rollins, because the people, he has the guys working for him, and also because um, Drew would need opponents. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, I mean, I'm not 100% sure about that now. I, I think that after that promo this week, I think Owens has to win, and then this needs to, like, go on. This needs to go on a bit longer. This could actually result in a no fucking contest, and I don't think anybody would be fucking bothered by it because it's not some... I don't know. The storyline seems to be there, but I, I don't know if anyone gives a fuck. Look at that shit I just sent you, Kev. Okay. Please, please like, just, just read out how long that my travel time increased to by them doing this fucking bullshit. Yeah. So that people... <laughs> Five stops. <laughs> yeah. Total travel time, 14 hours. Oh, my God fucking cunts can you believe they did that can you believe they did that that's amazing basic economy tickets cannot be refunded a basic economy ticket has no value if cancelled unless a travel waiver is in effect which it is yeah but they told me that the waiver is um, no travel from UK to US I still question this myself and um, I think the possibility that they could even be wrong but is why they ended up crediting me. I have got a credit now, not a refund. Mm-hmm. But I mean... Yeah, you'll use it eventually whenever the fuck. But you- I'll use it when I can get the fuck back there. So, sure. um, yeah, so the last one will be that women's match where Bailey's 5-4, to four, Sasha's 13-8, to eight, Lacey's 5-1, to one, and everybody else is just crazy. I'm interested in this that. because it actually has a storyline a little bit about, ooh, Sasha sees the fucking belt. So this kind of fractures them a little bit. I do like that. So I'm interested but for like in how one, that happens. But for like one show. But don't you think that continues on? Like, hey, what the fuck was that the next night? You know, where she's like, what kind of bullshit was that? I thought you were supposed to help me. You know, I think it causes right. a, a crack and it continues where they're not like besties. Yeah, I think they come out of it with some friction, but who's the babyface? I guess Sasha's going to turn babyface, even though she hated being a babyface, and it took so long to turn her heel. And Bailey's just been healed for a little bit, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I... I God. I, I, hell, we could have just two bad guys. Fuck. <laughs> just people, you know, root for them to fucking break. Yeah, well, who they like the best, that's yeah. it. Okay. All right, let's close out. I think we covered all of the main stuff. There's other stuff on here. There's Elias and Corbin, and I fancy Corbin for an upset. Elias is a slight favorite. And um, Black and Lashley. Black's a strong favorite, one to five. He's not going to lose because people like... Do you agree with us? Which Black? (laughs) 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 Thank you. Yeah, the uh, other matches that are fucking make no sense, like that one, and since Mysterio's fucking dying, uh, you got the fucking team that's thrown together. Against uh, uh, for a tag team championship match because they've had one match together before and they've lost. Yeah, <laughs> but and they get a title Profits match. Is, I think Street Profits at one to three and Alistair Black at one to five um, can just pad out. You put, put those two Parlay. into parlays yeah. to, to add up any of your hunches. You got a hunch on Baszler as a decent prize. You got a hunch on Owens as a decent prize. Wyatt's still a decent prize. Uh, Drews. Okay, uh, Edge, I think, is pretty safe to add to that. Edge, I think Edge, Undertaker, Black, and Street Profits will be the way I go. Yeah, that's uh, it. Sounds it sounds about right. So, all right, all right, that's your WrestleMania 36 preview. We're not looking forward to it, but you can still bet this. So hopefully, you guys can can make some money on that. 
head over to my Patreon page for uh, official picks. That's uh, LockBetting, uh, LockBetting.com. Or you can head over to datasheets.net if you just want to get wrestling tips and uh, UFC tips. As far as I know, UFC is still going ahead next month. So I'm expecting to lose some patrons. It's only natural. I'm just hoping everybody comes back because we have been profitable for a long time. That's it for me. That's it for Cav. Good luck with all of your bets as always. And try and enjoy WrestleMania if you can. Thanks for listening. It's finally spring, and I'm saying goodbye snow, hello adventure. And during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event, you can get epic deals on your favorite Honda model. Ready to get rugged? Then take the off-road in an all-wheel drive Honda SUV, like the CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, or redesigned Ridgeline. Want to take a spring road trip? Then check out a fuel-efficient turbocharged Civic or Accord. Say goodbye to winter, and hello to a new Honda. Don't miss huge savings during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event. Now at your local Honda dealer. I'm flinging myself into spring cleaning. I'm going to fling into spring at Total Wine and clean up on Chardonnays and fruit-flavored vodkas at low prices. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, always low prices. Total Wine and more.